0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. With a mostly cloudy sky, it's 70 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday. It's the 20th of September, 2021. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. Clouds will clear out soon. We'll have a high of 91 today with a heat index as high as 98. Tonight, 30% chance of overnight showers and thunderstorms. Clouds will be on the increase. We'll have a low of 70. And of course, Conway County and Perry County have been under a burn ban for some time with a great need for rain. Our best chances of rain this week happen tomorrow. 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms Tuesday with mostly cloudy skies. We'll have a high of 79. As that cool front comes in, we'll have overnight lows in the mid-50s Tuesday night with a slight chance of rain gradually clearing up overnight. Sunny on Wednesday, a high of 78. We'll be in the 70s again on Thursday, then back up into the low 80s for Friday. Currently, clouds and 70 degrees at the KVOM studios. And let's congratulate our employee of the day. It's Ann Langle with Liberty Acres. Turning to obituary announcements this morning, Walter Bader, age 77 of Plummerville, has died. He was a veteran of the United States Air Force, serving for 28 years, a member of the Air Force Association. VFW Post 4453, American Legion, and Elks Club in Colorado. Survivors include his wife, Donna Bader of Plummerville, sons Walter Daniel Bader of Texas, John Michael Bader of Delaware, daughter Elizabeth Marion Thompson of Benton, two brothers, ten grandchildren, numerous great-grandchildren, and great-great-grandchildren. Private services for Walter Bader will be held at a later date, hosted by the VFW. Arrangements are by Bob Neal & Sons Funeral, home of Moralton. Michael Brown, age 74, died Thursday, September 16th. He worked for General Motors for 30 years and retired in 1998. He is survived by his wife of 20 years, Karen, seven children, Kayla of Moralton, Emily of Fayetteville, Larry Craddy of Oklahoma, Tracy Robinette of Michigan, April Labadie of Michigan, Rodney of Michigan, and Todd Brown of Michigan, as well as nine grandchildren, several great-grandchildren, nieces and nephews. Funeral services for Michael Brown will be held Saturday, September 25th at Harris Funeral Home in Moralton. Burial will be at Thornburg Cemetery. Visitation starts at 9 a.m., with the celebration of life starting at 10. In remembrance, attendees are asked to wear blue, his favorite color, Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Charles Russell Holloman, age 90, of Conway, died Thursday, September 16th. He was a retired Air Force veteran and is survived by his brother, Calvin Holloman of Conway, sister Doris Parker of Virginia, and his Ridgemere Retirement Home extended family. Graveside services for Charles Russell Holloman will be this afternoon at 2 at Edlin Cemetery near Bigelow. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Morlton Randall Wayne Lloyd, age 78, of Moralton, died Thursday, September 16th. He was retired from the Headlight newspaper, was a member of First Assembly of God, and attended family life worship. He was a retired fireman captain of 20 years and a city alderman. He is survived by his wife, Carol Massey Lloyd, daughter Suzanne McMurray, one grandson, one sister, three honorary grandchildren, four honorary great-grandchildren, and many nieces and nephews. Memorial service for Randall Wayne Lloyd will be held Tuesday, September 21st at 10 a.m. at the Harris Chapel with Rev. Amy McLaren, Rev. Joe Alzate, and Rev. Larry Miller officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Memorials may be made at Family Life Worship Center to Children and Youth Missions or to Grace Life Church of Morlton Bill Clyde Roberts, age 84, of Perryville, died on Friday, September 17th. He was a heavy equipment operator and member of The Dwelling Place. Survivors include his wife, of almost 61 years, Opal Dugan Roberts of Perryville, children Billy Wayne Roberts of Sherwood, Jimmy Roberts of Cabot, Brian Roberts, Rhonda Stone, and Lisa Belk, all of Perryville, Thirteen grandchildren, nineteen great-grandchildren, one great-great-grandson, five sisters, one brother, and many nieces and nephews. Funeral services for Bill Clyde Roberts will be held Wednesday, September 22nd at 2 p.m. at Harris Chapel with Brother Brian Roberts and Sister Diane Reeder officiating. Burial will be at McGee Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time. Jack Bernie Stobaugh, age 82 of Morrillton, died Saturday, September 18th. He was an Army veteran, worked as a heavy equipment operator for many years, and retired from the Arkansas State Highway Department after 20 years of service. He was also a member of the Downtown Church of Christ and is survived by his wife of 61 years, Mary Bauman Stobaugh of Morrillton, sons Billy Jack Stobaugh and Thomas Lynn Stobaugh, all of Hattieville, one brother, four grandchildren, two step grandchildren, and 12 great-grandchildren. Funeral service for Jack Bernie Stobaugh will be held Tuesday, September 21st at 10 a.m. at the Downtown Church of Christ, with Mr. J. Crow officiating. Burial will be at Old Liberty Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Rodney Eugene Ware, age 48, of Ward, died on September 11th. Funeral service will be held Tuesday, 2 p.m. at the Harris Chapel, A private burial will be at May Cemetery at a later date. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends tonight from 6 until 8 o'clock at the funeral home. 7.37, we have mostly cloudy skies and 70 degrees at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 91 with sunny skies and a heat index as high as 98. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Always in touch. Daddy Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. 739, mostly cloudy and 70 degrees at the KVOM studios. Special Prosecutor Jeff Phillips from the 5th Judicial District announced Friday that charges would be filed against a former Lono County Sheriff's Deputy and an officer involved shooting.
1: What I'm going to do now is read to you the affidavit that was presented to a judge this
0: morning uh, with an arrest warrant for uh, Michael Davis. State officials appointed Phillips, whose district includes Pope County, as special prosecutor as their investigation into the matter continued, and he made the announcement Friday morning at the Pope County Courthouse. The former officer, Sergeant Michael Davis, is charged with fatally wounding 17-year-old Hunter Britton During a traffic stop on June 23rd. The officer was fired less than a month later for failure to follow protocol when it was discovered he had not activated his body camera with the initiation of that traffic stop. Davis failed to turn on the camera until the shooting had already occurred. The arrest affidavit says Davis told investigators he shot Britton after the teen reached into the back of his truck and did not comply with his commands to show his hands. According to Arkansas State Police, Davis surrendered to State Police Criminal Investigation Division Special Agents around noon Friday. He's being held in an undisclosed county jail where he'll remain until his first court appearance. The Comboy County Election Commission has chosen Diane Stell to be the new chairperson for the three member board. Stell replaces Brandon Zinzer as the chair after Zinzer recently resigned from the commission. Stell's term as chairperson runs through december thirty first of twenty twenty two. At a meeting Friday, the Commission also accepted the resignation of Leslie Holloway as County Election Coordinator. Commissioners also debated whether early voting in 2022 should again be conducted by the Election Commission or given back to the County Clerk's Office. Early voting has traditionally been conducted by the County Clerk's Office, but was done by the Commission in the last election cycle, in part due to the COVID-19 pandemic and the change of venue for early voting from the County Courthouse to the Multipurpose Building. Commissioner Jerry Boland noted the change was very successful and wants the commission to continue to conduct early voting.
2: There is probably the largest success in the conduction of elections was demonstrated at the last election simply because, first of all, the turnout was a record. Mm -hmm. Secondly, we've changed the venue to where the public can access that venue. So I will be adamantly opposed
0: to messing with early voting. Stell argued it would be better to give that authority back to the county clerk's office.
2: I would like to turn it back to the county clerk because according to the to the law, before it was ever moved out of the courthouse, it was the duty of the county clerk's office to conduct early voting. And I'd just like to see that turn back to them because we don't have a coordinator. We have two brand new commissioners, and we are, I feel like we are a little at a disadvantage.
0: The third commissioner, Melinda Chisholm, stated she needed more information before taking a vote on the issue, so no action was taken on the matter. The Arkansas Department of Health is reporting 115 active cases of coronavirus in Conway County and 47 in Perry County in its latest update The total number of cases in Conway County since the pandemic began has topped 3,000. There have been just over 1,400 total cases in Perry County. 41 people from Conway County and 18 from Perry County have died due to complications from the virus. The South Conway County School District this morning is reporting that 19 students have tested positive for the virus. 109 students and four staff members are currently in quarantine. Statewide, over 7,400 deaths have been attributed to COVID-19. The number of new cases in Arkansas has been going down in recent weeks. According to its most recent update, John Hopkins University research data show Arkansas now ranks 19th nationally for new cases per capita. More people continue to get vaccinated in Arkansas. Around 63 percent of the state's residents age 12 and over are at least partially vaccinated, according to the health department. Approximately 60 percent of eligible residents in Conway County and Perry County have received at least one dose of the vaccine. The current governor for Rotary International District 6170 had high praise for a Morrilton Rotarian who just finished his year as governor. Governor Kathy Carter of Arcadelphia was in Moralton recently for a visit with the local club. While here, she commended past district governor Jamie Higgins for his leadership during the 2020-21 club year. Higgins, who is the Development Director at Community Service Incorporated in Moralton, was tasked with leading the nearly three dozen clubs in District 6170, just as the COVID-19 pandemic took hold and shut down many club activities. What was supposed to be a large-scale celebration of his induction as president last summer turned into a mostly virtual event, and those in attendance were spread out and masked up. But Higgins kept up his schedule of traveling to attend all of the in-person club meetings attending others virtually, and keeping Rotary front and center for club members. Carter called Higgins a strong, pioneering visionary governor during his term.
3: Because he did lead our district during a difficult time in history. At no other time has a district governor had to go through a pandemic such as this, where clubs were canceled on a moment's notice, all of our training, everything was had become different. He immediately stepped up learned how to do, do and, and also navigate Zoom and every other way of doing technology and brought us into that immediately. We never missed a beat. It was amazing.
0: Carter said Higgins was such a champion for Rotary that even during a time of economic crisis, he was able to bring in large donations for the Rotary Foundation, the second highest amount raised in the last five years. She said he also sustained membership. She said he is kind, creative, and will leave a great legacy among Rotary District Governors in District 6170. High school students from throughout the Arkansas River Valley will be in Russellville Thursday for an Arkansas Association of Collegiate Registrars and Admissions Officers College Planning Program. The event will be hosted by the Arkansas Tech University Office of Admissions and will expose high school students to information from universities, colleges, vocational technical schools, and military branches. The primary session is planned for 9 to 11 a.m. at Tucker Coliseum. Students and their families are also invited to attend a financial aid session from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. in the Doc Bryan Student Services Center Lecture Hall. A representative from the ATU Office of Financial Aid will lead a discussion about scholarships, grants, loans, and how to fill out the free application for federal student aid. Students from Moralton, Nemo Vista, Perryville, Sacred Heart, and Wonderview are among those invited to attend. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you now. Once again want to remind you that burn ban is in effect for Conway County and Perry County until further notice. The Menifee Town Council meets tonight at 6 at Menifee Town Hall. Masks are still required. Temperature checks will be taken and everyone is asked to maintain six-foot social distancing. Perryville High School will hold a financial aid information night for all seniors and parents tonight at 6:30 at the high school cafeteria. Financial aid staff from UACCM will give a presentation on the financial aid process, and staff from the admissions office will be available to answer questions. The Conway County Intergovernmental Council will meet Tuesday morning at 9 in the first floor conference room of the courthouse in Moralton to discuss the fall cleanup and a 911 update. The UACCM Board of Visitors will meet Tuesday at noon in the Workforce Training Center Tyson Hall. The Plummerville City Council meets Tuesday night at 6 in the community room, and Woodman of Life Chapter 1422 is collecting food donations for the Conway County Care Center's Harvest of Hope Food Drive. Donation boxes are located at Elia's Mexican Grill, Big Cuppa, Burris Heat and Air, and KVOM Radio. Any type of non-perishable food items will be accepted. Boxes will remain at all locations through Wednesday. We want to take a moment and thank you for tuning in to KVOM's Morning News Watch. And we also want to recognize that not everyone can listen at 7.30. So that's why we've made the broadcast convenient for everyone by making it available on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Or you can just listen on our website or app. Listen, whenever it's convenient for you, search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 748. It's mostly cloudy, 70 degrees at the KVOM studios. Our morning newswatch continues with sports and weather after this. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hey, villains News, Watcher Sports. I'm
2: Eric Tyler. The Perryville High School football team picked up its second win of the season, crushing Conway in fifty-nine to nothing on Senior Night in Perryville on Friday. Mustangs will open 3A-4 Conference play this Friday at Danville. In other games involving area teams, Hector dominated Danville thirty-three to twenty-one. Atkins was walloped by Waldron thirty-one to sixteen. Pottsville was clocked by Clarksville thirty-two to ten. Bologna roasted Russellville forty to twenty-eight. Dover was hammered by Heber Springs forty-four to nothing. Darnell Clover, Clinton 42-26. Mayflower was sent away by Central Arkansas Christian 35-34. Equipment was manhandled by Mountain View 48-27. In local action today, the Marlton High School golf team starts its conference tournament at Pottsville. MHS tennis team plays at home against Maumelle at 3 p.m. The 7th grade volleyball team plays at BB at 4 p.m. Followed by the junior high teams at 5 o'clock. Seventh grade football team plays at BB at 5:30, and senior high university football team plays at BB at 7. The WNBA's Atlanta Dream closed their season with an 84-64 loss to the Connecticut Sun on, on Sunday. Marultons at Shakina Strickland had three points and five rebounds on the loss for the Dream, and Strickland finishes the season averaging 2.5 points per game and shooting just under 22% from three-point range, both career lows for the 10-year veteran. KJ Jefferson threw for a career-high 366 yards and tied a career-high with three touchdown passes to lead the University of Arkansas football team to a 45-10 win over Georgia Southern on Saturday in Fayetteville. Win moves the Razorbacks up four spots in this week's Associated Press poll from number 20 to number 16. In the 3-0 Razorbacks open Southeastern Conference play against number seven Texas A&M in Dallas this Saturday. Arkansas State got demolished by Washington 52-3 on Saturday in Seattle. Now 1-2 and two on the season. Red Wolves play at Tulsa this Saturday. Barrett Smith threw four first-half touchdown passes, and Central Arkansas beat Arkansas Pine Bluff 45-23 on Saturday for the Bears' first win of the season. UCA will host Sam Houston State this Saturday. Arkansas Tech fell to 0-3 on the season with a 38-24 loss to Washington Baptist on Saturday in Arkadelphia. Marlton's Caleb Kennedy was credited with a tackle in that game at four of the Wonder Boys. Tech plays at home this weekend against Arkansas Monticello. The St. Louis Cardinals used a five-run first inning and held off a late San Diego rally to pick up their eighth consecutive win, 8-7, over the Padres on Sunday afternoon at Bush Stadium. The guards start a four-game series In Milwaukee tonight, first pick at 6.40 p.m. pregame coverage at 5.45 on Motown Radio, 92.5 FM and AM 800. And needing a win on the season's final day to qualify for the AA Central League playoffs, the Arkansas Travelers came up short in an 11-6 loss to Wichita on Sunday to end their season.
1: And that is sports this morning. All right. Well, Eric, I think it's going to feel a little bit more like fall this week.
2: Uh yeah, looking yeah. like it. It's yeah, good. It's not, good.
1: Not today though, unfortunately. We, Monday still gets to be hot. But, no, but uh, give us a couple of days, we'll be there. That's right. That's right. Later yeah. on, later on in the week, at definitely yeah. cooler temperatures. One
2: other uh, sports now. Sacred Heart has their uh, district golf tournament
1: today as okay. well
2: at Indian Hills. So okay. All
1: right. Good luck to them. Definitely. All right, Larry. Well, thank you so much for those sports updates here on this Monday morning. It's now 754, and yes, it's going to be uh, pretty hot again today. High of 91. Heat index values as high as 98 degrees. Then tonight, mostly clear. Slight chance of showers and thunderstorms moving in. Our uh, low down to 70. But then tomorrow, a 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms moving in. High of right around 79 degrees. And then Tuesday night, that's when we're really going to feel that cool front uh, moving in. Light chance of rainfall, down to 56 degrees Tuesday night. And then Wednesday, sunshine, uh, only a high of uh, 78 degrees. So uh, pretty nice uh, Wednesday forward. Then uh, Wednesday night clear, or low down to 51 Thursday, sunny, high of 78, then uh, back up to 83 degrees on Friday. And it looks like we will remain in the mid-80s for the weekend as well. So uh, uh, glad to see those temperatures uh, coming on down. But again, uh, today uh, we'll be in the 90s, uh, high of 91, heat index values as high as 98. Taking a look at humidity here at the KVOM studios, uh, that's 100%. Our wind speed is uh, from the southeast at 5 miles per hour. Barometric pressure, 29.91 inches. Our dew point's at 70 degrees. We've got a 10-mile visibility. The low this morning was 68 degrees. High yesterday, 87 the low a year ago, 51, with a high of 81, we've had one one hundredth of an inch of rain over the last 24 hours here at KVOM. That brings our total up just a little bit to uh, 35.38 inches. Sunset tonight, 712, and sunrise tomorrow morning, 658, when you join us for mornings in Moralton, right here on KVOM FM 101.7. Again, uh, right now in Moralton, we've got clouds and 70 degrees at the KVOM studios. Again, uh, on our way to a high of 91 today our morning news watch continues with state headlines from the Arkansas radio network on the way next
0: Petty Jean state Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast simple and secure you can check your balance deposit checks pay a bill transfer funds and more all from your mobile device transactions are fast and the app is simple to use best of all it's secure because Petty Jean state Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind online banking customers can download the free pJsB app today from the app store or Google Play it's just another way that the Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty State Bank. Member FDIC an Equal Housing Lender. Good morning. Once again, you're
1: listening to KVOM's Monday morning edition of News Watch. It's now 8.02. We've got some clouds and 70 degrees at the KVOM studios. We're back with our close-up segment this morning on the phone with Alicia Kuntz with Sacred Heart Catholic School. Alicia, good morning. Good morning. Well, this is an exciting time, of course, with Oktoberfest on the way, along with the red and white homecoming that we'll discuss uh, here coming up here in just a few minutes. But, Alicia, uh, first off uh, this morning, uh, just a little update, uh, if you would, uh, on how the school year is going so far. I know that uh, uh, things are still, you know, different uh, compared to uh, how how things have been in previous years. But I think uh, kiddos have adjusted well for the most part, right?
3: They've been amazing. They really have. We're doing well. We're just trucking along. We are wearing masks and watching social distance, but so far, so good. And we're really just proud of all of our kids and the work our teachers and staff put into making this as safe as possible school year.
1: Well, we are excited to see that Oktoberfest is uh, still going to be on the calendar uh, here for uh, this year. Tell us uh, about uh, tell us about this year's celebration and uh, what what we can find.
3: You bet. So if you came last year, it'll be very similar. Um, one important deadline I would really want to remind folks of is that we are doing pre-orders only for our spaghetti dinner. It will be takeout. And so you really need to get that order in by Friday, this Friday, the 24th. Um, after that, we'll have them. Last year we did sell out. So I say, if you know you want some spaghetti, go to sacredheartmoralton.org. Go to support events and Oktoberfest or there's just a scrolling link at the top and um, click on that. It's an online order form. You can pay online or you can send us a check. Make sure we have that order. Also, by Friday, the t-shirt orders are due if you want an Oktoberfest t-shirt and that's also available for online purchase. But um, other things going on, the uh, October 1st, Friday night of Oktoberfest, we will have a ticketed event. 21. It is $20 to get in. and. We will have our beer garden. We'll have frats and pretzels and uh, sauerkraut. We'll also have the Southern Zippery here with their custom cocktails, and that'll be fun. And the Quartzmeyer's with live music, our silent auction going on. And then on Saturday is the Open to Everyone free event, and it is um, the silent auction, again, socially distanced in the gym, and pick up your takeout order. We'll also have some tables on the front lawn, weather permitting, and we'll have bingo and pull tabs outside up on the hill, similar to how we did Cesar. So if you do want to get outside and do something, uh, hopefully in a nice October evening, it'll be a good time to sit out there and do some stuff like that.
1: Alright, fantastic. Again, uh, folks make, make sure you make plans to attend Sacred Heart uh, Catholic School Oktoberfest. Again, not coming up this weekend, but next weekend. That's uh, October the yes, 1st. Yes, it's
3: your raffle ticket.
1: Yes, yes, that's right. And uh, of course, uh, uh, the, they, there are deadlines, of course, for uh, this Friday as well, as she mentioned, and uh, we'll have uh, that information uh, on our website as well. Well, Alicia, another exciting time uh, for Sacred Heart is the Red and White Homecoming, which is on the way as well right
3: yes yeah, so that is going to be october 14th and 15th we are splitting it up like we did last year so our junior high will play thursday on the 14th and then on the 15th we will have our high school games and our walk for all 7th through 12th grades will be i believe it's at five thirty, if i'm not mistaken friday the 15th um it also it is our red white game so it will just be We won't have a visiting team here. It's kind of why we did it that way, so that we could combine red, white, and homecoming together, let the kids have a good time. Um, We're going to be doing some, some things with them that are fun. We're still working out the details on, but we're trying to, you know, make it as fun but as safe as possible for our kids this year
1: all right well certainly exciting uh, lots of great things are coming up for sacred heart of course uh, folks again uh, make plans to attend the red and white homecoming that she mentioned there of course along with octoberfest uh, coming up uh, october 1st and the second alicia any other information that we need to pass along this morning
3: no, I didn't mention that the prize, the raffle prize, is the 2022 Kawasaki Mule. So definitely get your tickets there. That's the only thing I said no, but that, that I did mean to mention to go get your tickets there. They're at sacredheartmarlton.org. Um, you can pick them up some places around town as well or here in the office. Uh, but, yeah, definitely get tickets for that. It'll be a great raffle prize to win.
1: All right. We're looking forward to it. Again, Alicia Koontz with Sacred Heart Catholic School. Thank you so much for talking to us this morning.
3: Thank you. Have a great day.
1: You too.